This is the Transcend in Life podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson, taking you from fear to freedom. Hey, hey, what's happening? Good morning. Welcome to a Tuesday tune-up. I am J.M. Ryerson, and to my left is... Lisa Ryerson. We are going to dive into one of my favorite subjects, and I think it's because it's so inspiring when you see people overcome failure. So the title, if you will, is when you fail, you win. When I say that, have you failed recently at all? Never, JM. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I fail all the time. All right. Give me give me something that you failed at most recently, maybe that top of your head and tell me tell me how what you learned from it. Hmm. Most recently? Or just, you know, something something that you failed, something that's memorable to you where it's like, gosh, I really failed on this one. Well, I already told my other fail story in another <laughs> podcast, so we don't have to reshare that one. Uh, let's see here. I have lots. So, I mean, I think of buying the Truckee house, right? That was, to me... Kind of a failure, right? That like was a big time failure. Okay. So there's an example where we chose to get a cabin up in Truckee. And it the reason I call it a failure is because we felt so, we had to go to this cabin. Like we felt that was every vacation because we we're spending so, so much, much money, money <laughs> on this place. But we also thought, man, we can't lose on this investment. This thing is just going to knock it out of the park. Well, we lost. So what did we learn from that, I guess? Well, we we learned to use our brain more than our heart, I think, in that in that scenario. Because a lot of times, um, not often, right? I feel like we usually use our brain quite brains quite a bit. Um, but for some reason at that time we thought it was gonna be the greatest investment. We fell in love with the area. Um, Trekkie is, you know, up in North Shore in Tahoe. And I mean, this cabin was crazy beautiful. It was nicer than the house we lived in. Okay. So that's like number one flag. Like you probably shouldn't buy a vacation home that's nicer than your primary house. Um, but at the time we were young and we thought, you know, like, oh, you know, business is going great. We can totally do this. And we get it. And the next thing you know, it is a money pit right? It's like every month it was a big mortgage. There was snow plowing involved. You had to keep the heater on so the pipes didn't freeze. I mean, it was just dumb. And then our kids would be like, oh, can we go to Disneyland? Nope. Because guess what? We have this cabin and we're going there every single vacation and time we had. And then the next thing you know, our kids started growing up and they started playing sports on the weekends. And the next thing, there's no one's using that house at the time. And we're like, we're paying all this money for this house that's just sitting there. And of course, my OCD nest, and I don't want to rent it out or do any of the above. And it got to the point where we're like, why did we do this? And so what we've learned is moving forward, every property that we have purchased since then, um, yes, there's a lot of emotions and heart involved because that's kind of, I trust my gut on things, but it's also been very, um, I think calculated. Like we look at the numbers, we look at, you know, if it is the best thing for us. 
Yeah, it was a, it, it, and that was just one example, right? Where, you know, think you're doing something great ends up tying you down. So for instance, we've talked about if we're going to have other vacation homes, the only way we would do it is if we're willing to rent it out, right? That was the one thing with Lee. She would not do it. Instead, it just became so much pressure all mm-hmm. every month. And it was also 2009, <laughs> 2010, not the best timing also. But I again, at the time we we're young, we thought business would never slow down. Well, we got smacked just like everybody else during that recession. And so it was a good lesson to learn and it's helped us. Go ahead. Yeah. And a really good lesson to learn because look where we're at right now, right? In the pandemic. And, um, you know, it was a great lesson to learn because we have ever since 2009, like I have been so diligent about making sure, and we always, I mean, we always had savings, don't get me wrong, but now it's like, okay, a pandemic came and business might not have, you know, have been at the top peak this last year and this year, but we're fine because I know where we're at. Right. And so it's, it's not this young, like, Oh, we're going to spend money frivolously and like not have a budget on things. Like I know exactly where we're at and like we're comfortable, you know, and I know we're going to be okay because at the end of the day we have two kids and we can't be homeless and on the street. I mean, we could, but I'm not going to let that happen. <laughs> Let's choose not to, I guess, you know, one of the things I always think about whenever we do make mistakes, I love making mistakes so that our kids hopefully don't. Now I realize that's somewhat naive because if they're anything like me, they're going to go make mistakes on their own just because they're hardwired that way. <laughs> but that's that's the first thing when it comes to this subject is when you fail, you win because you learn lessons, right? The other thing that I think when you've, and, and I'm curious to get your uh, thoughts on this, but when you fail, it helps you overcome fear. So, so often people don't act because they're fearful of the outcome prior to something even taking place. So when you go out and fail, it's like, well, it wasn't that bad. That's how I always think of it. It's like, look, it it helps you overcome the fear so that you choose to act. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah. I always, um, when I was coaching my agents, I always said, you know what? The faster you fail, the faster you succeed. And that happened in my business, right? I failed miserably for my first three months in our appreciation business. And, and I just remember it was painful, but I go, gosh, I'm learning all these things. And so don't be afraid to fail. Like I actually embrace it. Cause I go, okay, let's quickly fail. Like let's do all the wrong things. So then we can do all the right things. So I know how to do all the right things and be able to succeed from there. Yeah, no, it's, it, it truly is. And this is my favorite part. And some of my favorite stories it makes victory that much sweeter. Mm-hmm. And there's so many examples in sports. Uh, I think of Phil Mickelson. For years, he was the the one that couldn't win a major. The most gifted, arguably the most naturally gifted golfer to walk the planet, right? I, I realize he's not the best golfer. That's definitely Tiger Woods or Jack. I don't know. It's one of those two. But when it comes to just physical gifts and just being so talented, no one will argue, but he couldn't win it, right? Mm-hmm. So when he did, it was just, you could see how sweet it tasted. 
Um, Rocky, Rocky Balboa, Sylvester <laughs> Stallone, right? Rocky, he literally was told um, his script was rejected 1,500 times. So imagine this. This guy could not get Rocky. Now, think of all the Rockies that have been created, Creed 1, Creed 2, all part of that, all from a script that he wrote, rejected 1,500 times, you guys. I think he's done pretty well because he persevered and kept going. Do you have any other examples of some of those? Because I have I have a bunch that I'd love to share. Not off the top of my head. You have a great list of them <laughs> that you can share. But to add on to that, it's, you know, if everything was a walk in the park, you wouldn't appreciate it. That's how I feel, right? Like, um, you know, I, I mean, I look at, Actually, a good one is my parents. They came to this country. My dad came from Thailand, literally with $200 in his pocket. Now, that was probably quite a bit back then, but $200, right? (laughs) Like even 50 years ago, $200. And he came, his entire family still in Thailand, and he was the one that decided, you know what? I'm going to make a better life for myself, and I'm going to come to America, never graduate from high school, had to make his own high school, fake high school diploma to get into college and graduated with a civil engineer major, right? Like, but it's those stories and how they're so successful now, but they had to go through so much to get to where they are. And I feel like if things were given to you on a platter, you wouldn't appreciate it. And you probably wouldn't even take the opportunity to, go big. You know what I'm saying? To like really stretch and be driven and to go for the things that you want. Well, how often have we seen it with athletics where people that were really gifted and things came so easily to them in the juniors not make it? You've Mm -hmm. seen it a bunch in tennis. That's why I know TJ will be successful. Here's why. He's not the most gifted. Mm -mm. He works for every victory. He works his tail off. That's why I know he'll be fine. So here's some examples. Steven Spielberg. He was rejected from USC School of Theater, Film, and Television three times. <laughs> That's crazy. I think that worked out. Oprah Winfrey. She was literally uh, declared unfit for television at her first TV job. Mm. Uh, that worked out. Right. And then the the Sylvester Stallone, and again, I'm a big Rocky fan, so this is, but so literally a $35,000 is what he was given, the the stipend and a percentage of the profits as a concession to actually get, I think it was United Artists that took it on. Mm -hmm. Rocky grossed over $200 million. Okay. So he was told no 1,500 times. Mm Mm-hmm. Gets thirty five grand plus a percentage of the profits as the compromise to get this thing on. It grosses over two hundred billion, and the whole all the sequels have grossed over a billion dollars. So, I would say that's victories that much sweeter. That is that much sweeter, and I think too when somebody tells you, I know with you specifically, if somebody tells you you can't do it, that is going to give you that much more fire in you to prove them wrong. Right. And I think of all these amazing humans that you just mentioned, like, okay, you're going to tell me no. Well, I'm going to prove you wrong. And those are the people that are going to just, I mean, the motivation, the 100 percent intention, like they're going to get it. And I I love those stories. 
Yeah, my favorite, or arguably my favorite leader of all time, Nelson Mandela, uh, he once said, I never lose. I either win or learn. There is no failure. You either win or learn, and both help you get better every day. Again, his story is incredible. If you don't know it, check him out because what he overcame, and it's not that he failed necessarily. He didn't choose that, but he was put in a real tough position. And for him to have that perspective, he has always been so remarkable to me. I wish I had met the man just because he's so incredible. But so I guess what the whole point of this podcast is go out and fail. Congratulations. (laughs) When you fail, you win. So, um, Lisa, I always do this to you, but uh, how I want to hear how people failed and how they overcome it because I think those are the stories that I love to share and I love to hear how people are doing with their their failures and what came out of it. Yeah, please email all your stories to info at letsgowin.com because we'd love to share that um, with the world and check us out on all of our social media platforms on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook at Let's Go In 365. You guys, we love hearing your stories. We love hearing the lessons that you learned when you did fail even more so when failed and then you became successful. I know there's so many businesses that they didn't succeed the first time. I mean, Rupert Murdoch would be another Fox seven times. He went bankrupt seven. Uh, I think that worked out as well. So there's so many examples in, in just daily life too, that we'd love to hear from you guys. So please do share. And until next time you guys go out there and fail. Congratulations. You're winning. Transcendent Life. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. That helps us build this community, and that is what we are all about. Building this community as big as we can, helping as many people as we can, and deliver as much value as possible. Be sure to head over to TranscendentLifePodcast.com for information on my coaching courses, and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Let's go win and transcend in life. This is the Transcend in Life podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson, taking you from fear to freedom.